The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It never is. It's a Monster Monday, always presented by DraftKings, always bringing it to you for less than 30 minutes per episode, about the average daily commute time, about the average daily workout time, trying to get it perfect for you guys each and every episode. Actually, not really. We don't even go back and edit stuff because, I don't know, I just think whatever happens naturally, it sounds better and it's the way the show should be. So that's kind of how we've always done it. I mentioned presented by DraftKings. Two other things I want to mention before we get into some of the news as it relates to Jeffrey Simmons, Odell Beckham Jr., or you get a chance to hear my interview with Justin Watson, two-time Super Bowl champ, the best Ivy League football player I think I've ever seen. And he's a free agent right now. Made some plays last year for the Chiefs in the playoffs. They won the Super Bowl. I'm a little surprised the Chiefs haven't re-signed him as of yet. Maybe they're waiting to see how the draft goes. Maybe he's waiting to see how the draft goes for some of these teams. But Justin obviously made a bunch of plays for that team last year. So looking forward to you hearing my interview with Justin. It was actually before the Super Bowl. I went to Monday night, uh, the opening night at the Super Bowl, and wanted to talk with him just about wild career. I remember him from high school. Obviously, I did a bunch of his games when he was an Ivy League player, and he was just absolutely fantastic. Uh, But two other things. First, I had forgotten to give out winners last week, and I can't stress or emphasize enough just how highly we value those of you that just do one extra little thing, whether it's just retweeting the show or quote tweeting on Twitter. When I post it at Ross Tucker NFL or when we post it to at Ross Tucker pod or a like or a comment on Instagram is amazing. Uh, Facebook reviews, Facebook likes or loves or whatever. All that stuff makes a big difference. If you guys are on TikTok, that's awesome. Can't tell you how much we appreciate if you give us a five-star rating and review 
on Spotify or Apple. I mean, these things make a big difference for us. The way the algorithms work for these different ways for us to try to spread the word about what we're doing. So it's much appreciated, which is why I want to give out some winners on a Monday, Mike Singletary. I want winners. I want people that want to win. People like Clay Hess. Clay Hess gave us a Facebook review, which was much appreciated. Thank you so much, Clay. As a reminder, by the way, if you ever win any of these contests, you get to pick whether you want a signed picture of your boy. I literally have him here. I sign it, address it to you, mail it to you, or a signed football card, which is cool, or these press passes, which... Most people have never even seen. They don't even know what they look like. A lot of them have my face on it, and they're very, very cool. I mean, look, I guess I haven't done it in a little while. So before I forget, I'll just go through some of them. I got my Eagles season pass. For those of you watching us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. How about my Bills playoff game against the Bengals? I've got my Eagles from the preseason, uh, national from the NFC Championship, from the division round. If you're an Eagles fan, it's like a no-brainer. I got my Super Bowl pass, which is awesome. I've got Brady's last uh, game two years ago. I've got the Rams when they were Super Bowl champs. A whole bunch of awesome college ones. A whole bunch of awesome Army ones. Can't wait to send these to you guys. All you need to do is do any of these things. Spread the word via social media like Clay Hess just did with a Facebook review. Get any of the sponsors that we have. Tim Gill, he signed up and I got a pair of Raycon earbuds, which are amazing. I used my Raycon earbuds on our entire vacation last week. I was on vacation last week. It was spring break for my daughters. So we went on vacation every time I was in like the hotel fitness center or whatever. Had my Raycon earbuds in. Love them. Tim, congratulations. You are the winner this week. Remember, Tim or Clay, email me, Ross at RossTucker.com. So I can go ahead and uh, send you a press pass. You just heard me give tell you which press pass I still have. So let me know if you have a preferred one, and I'll send that to you first. That way you have it. The YouTube shout-out's very cool. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. All you have to do is hit the thumbs up at YouTube, and then comment on any video. Ronald Poliquin, P-O-L-I-Q-U-I-N. He just said, Ross, I'm here for the shout-out. That makes it real easy for me. I look at every YouTube comment that comes in. So thank you, Ronald. Uh, Speaking of shout-outs, we got a new patron, Stephen Clinton. Welcome to the family, Stephen. We love, love, love when we get new patrons. So thank you so much for coming aboard. Patreon.com slash RT Media. And for this week, for the Spread the Word winner, how about following us on Instagram? Just follow on Instagram at Ross Tucker Pod, and screenshot it. Seems pretty easy, right? And then sponsor confirmation email winner, you can take advantage of any of our sponsors over at RossTucker.com on the sponsor page, or feel free to go ahead and just rate 
and review the show on like Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I'll count that as a sponsor confirmation email winner. So lots of ways to win this week. Glad to be back home this week in my home studio for you guys. And always good to talk with studs like Justin Watson. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. All right, as promised, I am here by the best Ivy League football player I have ever seen. Also, by the way, one of the best uh, Pennsylvania high school football players I've ever seen. You don't even know this, but um, your junior high school, my high school, won the state championship while missing. Oh, yeah. And then the next year, I thought for sure Al Equipa would win it because they were all juniors. Yeah. Or maybe Imhotep. Because they had like 10 D1 guys, and then somehow you guys beat Al Quipa that year. Yeah, man. That was, I was shocked by that. That was a fun year. You know, we beat Quip. Uh, that, one of my proudest moments in, in my high school football career is that we were undefeated against teams in Beaver County. So, Was that in the Whitfield Championship? That was in the Whitfield Championship. At, 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 at Heinz Field. Field. What was the score? I wish close? I knew. Was it, close? it was a great game. We uh, we scored on a, one of the most controversial plays in Whitfield history. We uh, caught a pass, and our slot receiver was reaching over the end zone. And right when he broke the pylon, Drayvon Henry popped it out. That's right. That's and right. It was, it was under debate, man. Did he get in? Did he not? There was no video review. They single touchdown, and uh, man, we went on to win the state championship. Oh, and then that. you killed him, Hotel. That game was so sweet. You know, everyone said uh, they had 15, 16 guys that were going to go D1. You know, we had one. I was the only guy. And uh, they said this game's going to be over as soon as it starts. And they were going to blow us out to uh, come out and smoke that man was, was one of the coolest days. I've talked to their high school coach about it. And uh, they, they didn't really respect you. So they put a guy man-to-man on you. And, and the guy and you beat him for a touchdown. And he goes, you got him? He's like, yeah, I got him. You beat him for another touchdown. He goes, you got him? He goes, yeah, yeah. After the third touchdown, the guy said, no, I don't. I don't, I don't have him. I can't block him. Evidently, you, they just tried to man you up with their D1 guys. Yeah, you know, that's uh, that's kind of what we were hoping for going into that game, and that's what I was hoping for, too. You know, I had a, a big chip in my shoulder. I grew up in Pittsburgh. I, I wanted to go to Pitt my whole life. And, uh, you know, when no one came knocking and, and I committed to Penn, you know, that just put a huge chip on my shoulder. So playing against those big guys in that game uh, meant a lot. After the Aliquippa and Imhotep games, did you get Division One offers like FBS or no? No, not really. There was a, a guy from Duke that kind of said something to me after the state game and was like, hey, man, you're a great player, but we're not taking any more receivers. I just wanted to say that to you. But I loved Penn, man. I loved all those coaches. I love all those guys that I met on my visit. You know, when I committed to Penn, that was a commitment. You know, my word's my word. And when I called Coach DuPont and Penn and said, I'm coming, I met it. So you know this because I've talked to you about it. I did a lot of your games on TV in college. And honestly, man, I think you're the best Ivy League player I've ever seen. Um, by the way, crazy story. Runner-up three years in a row, right? What? Would, so, so just so everybody knows, in the Ivy League, they have two guys up for the Offensive Player of the Year, and Justin got second three years in a row. So you had to go to New York for that ceremony and drive back to Penn three times? What was that like, dude? You know, it was always hard. You know, uh, it was such an honor to get voted for that. Yeah. Come up, you know, you go up, put a suit on, your mom and dad come up with you, you take the train up, and to leave all three times uh, disappointed. You know, it just uh, it just added the fuel. You know, I'm, I'm thankful yeah. for every up and down of my career to get me here, and uh, 
I can tell you that those couple workouts right after coming back from New York in the Ivy League uh, Player of the Year ceremony were some of the hardest. Who was it each year? Sophomore year, I forget. I mean, junior and senior was Prince and quarterbacks, right? Yep. So my sophomore years was uh, Scott Hosh. He was the quarterback for Harvard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, John Lovett. And then John Lovett had surgery. I was thinking I was a shoe-in. And uh, Chad Kanoff from Princeton ended up getting it <laughs> that year. So. And then the next year it was Lovett. Or that was your senior year. And then I graduated, and I think Love It May have won it again. All right, so then what year did you um, What year did you come to the NFL? Were you drafted? I was drafted in uh, 2018, fifth round of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay, and you were there for three or four? Four years, and then... Uh, and won a Super Bowl. Won a Super Bowl. Played with Brady. Played with Tom Brady. Now so did I. No oh, 05, 06, New England. Oh, get out. Yeah, yeah, that's nuts. That's nuts considering I did your high school and college games on TV. But, yeah, 05 and 06, I was in New England until I got traded to Cleveland. Okay, wow, it's funny. that's amazing, man. Yeah. Dude, he was like, back then, like, we would do, he would, I don't know what he did with you guys, but he would still do, like, the off-season, like, agility drills, like the, like the rope and stuff, and he was terrible. Like, the ladder, we would, like, make fun of him. And he would get like angry, and he would do it again. We'd be like, but like, he legitimately was terrible at like like the quick foot. Was he was he around the off season for you guys or not? Oh really? yeah, yeah. We got it going early. He'd have all us out there working out. I think by the time I was around him, he had perfected every drill that he was ever going to do again for his whole life. I mean, he was a machine. So uh, man. I, it was so cool getting to play with him. I learned so much, improved so much as a football player. I mean, it was just such an honor to get to see that guy work. What is the biggest similarity between uh, Brady and Mahomes? Because not many people have played for both, so you yeah. know. You know, I think the thing that struck me most about Tom was just how focused and how driven he was. I mean, you're, you're around competitive people every day playing football. He brought it to a whole new level, and you could tell why he was the greatest just off that drive, and then when I came and worked out with Pat uh, near his house in Texas for the first time, I just saw that same drive, you know, that same hunger that's not going to be satisfied until his name's in the conversation for one of the best to ever do it. Okay, so your contract was done in Tampa. You were a free agent. Did, did anybody reach out to you other than Kansas City? So my process was a little tricky. I uh, I got released my last going into the last playoff game that I was in Tampa. So I was there for for four years straight and then uh, because I got released right then I became what's called a street free agent so I had to sign right after the season with a team so a lot of teams called it was all the same contract one year veteran minimum, minimum yeah. no guarantees yep. and so I, you know, I was trying to decipher who likes me who's going to give me a chance and uh, can't, you know, our, my agent Joe Linta talked to Brett Veach our GM yeah that's my agent too I do yeah, know that yeah, yeah. and uh, he, he talked to Veach and he said hey I'm gonna, we're, we're going to give this guy a real chance and uh and that's all I wanted was just a chance, man. So fair eyes. To, if I was one of the best players, you know, give me a shot. And uh, that's what Kansas City did. I'm so grateful. And it's worked out so well for you yeah. this year. Obviously, we're recording this at opening night of the Super Bowl, but it's been awesome, man. Yeah. I mean, I, like I did the Raiders game where you made the big play down the sideline. Has this been the best year of your career? Oh, without a doubt. I think I have as many yards this year as I had in the previous four. So, um, you know, there was a lot of a lot of work since the last time I took an offensive snap in Tampa to I think it was 999 days between touchdowns in Tampa to my first one in Kansas City so man there were so many ups and downs and hard work and injuries and surgeries in between there and to see it come to fruition and get to play in a Super Bowl is is really rewarding so I heard early on 
that Mahomes liked you? Like, when, when you said you went to his house in Texas? Tell me about that. Yeah, so he, uh, we had, the, Coach Reed gave us the first two weeks of OTAs and said, hey, you guys do it virtually. We'll have meetings uh, over the phone and just work out together in Texas, and that's where Pat's at. So uh, we went down there, and, uh, you know, I just tried to run as fast as I possibly could. You know, I, I knew I was a big white guy, and I said, hey, man, he's, he's got to see some speed on me. So uh, <laughs> he let the first couple go balls out there, and I made a point to run out in front of him and kind of wait on him. And then from then on, he said, okay, this guy can roll. And uh, right when we got to team practices, he started, uh, you know, putting him out there for me, and it's been fun playing with him. It's awesome. Justin, thank you so much, man. Really appreciate it. Hey, Ross, man. It's, it's a blast seeing you from college days all the way to now. I appreciate you always covering me, man. Yeah, so proud of you, and uh, keep kicking butt. Uh, will do. Awesome chat with Justin. Love talking with Ivy League guys who make it to the next level. Uh, it's an uphill climb. It really, really is. But he found a way to have a really successful, awesome career. I mean, two-time Super Bowl champ, which is amazing. I'm uh, I'm jealous, but happy for him all at the same time. So very, very cool. Almost as cool as getting together with family and friends, maybe on spring break, and drinking some Labatt Blue Lights. So delicious. Live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tuck stakes. All right, Ross. We'll start with Bengals running back Joe Mixon being recharged with aggravated menacing by Cincinnati police. Just not not good. Not a good look for Joe. The fact that they recharged him would tell you that they feel like they have sufficient evidence to be able to get a conviction here. I think most of you remember, if you don't, but Mixon had some off-the-field issues in college at Oklahoma, which is one reason why he didn't get drafted as high as he thought he would. And, you know, to my knowledge, I think he had done the right thing and not gotten in trouble at all as a Bengal uh, until now, which, by the way, really poor timing because I think he's scheduled to make a good chunk of money and it feels like his production has dropped off. Tuck stakes. Titans defensive tackle Jeffrey Simmons gets a well-deserved new payday, getting a four-year, ninety-six million dollar deal. Unreal. What is that like? Twenty-three and a half million dollars a year. Good for him. This is a big. This is big news. Actually, this is big news for a bunch of different reasons. Number one, it's big news because he's now the Titans, other than Tannehill, highest-paid player. He's the second highest paid defensive tackle now in the NFL behind Aaron Donald. And as important as anything, he's their best player. I mean, he's the Tennessee Titans' best player. They need him to be performing 
at a high level. And there was some thought that maybe he would, you know, go somewhere else. Maybe they would trade him. He was not happy. He had unfollowed them on various social media platforms. But I really think Rand Carthon, the new GM for the Titans, recognizes, look, he's our best player. And if one of my first moves as GM is to send the message that we're going to reward our guys, we're going to take care of our guys that perform well with Tennessee Titans, then I'm going to do it. He plays a premier position. I think you could argue the second most important position in the NFL behind quarterback. And he's awesome. If they don't get paid, who should get paid? And he certainly didn't want to make the same mistake that John Robinson made with A.J. Brown, which cost him his job. So there was a whole host of reasons why the Titans went ahead and signed Jeffrey Simmons to this big money deal. Ducks takes. The biggest news happened last night with the Ravens signing wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. to a one-year deal with $15 million that guaranteed and up to $3 million more available in incentives. Yep. And I've got a few things to say about this one, Jack, to say the least. So this will be our Labatt Blue take of the week. It's presented by Labatt Blue Light, of course, the pristine Canadian Pilsner. Enjoy your beers together so you can live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. This absolutely has to have something to do with Lamar Jackson. Probably a lot to do with Lamar Jackson. $15 million fully guaranteed for a guy who will be 31, has torn his ACL twice in the last three years, has 856 yards receiving in the last three years, and didn't play last year at all. I mean, even the top free agents this year, not a great free agent market, but the top free agent wide receivers who played and were productive last year, got $11 million a year, but they had to commit themselves to their new teams for at least three years. Jacoby Myers, Lazard, Juju, $15 million fully guaranteed. And you know how I know it has something to do with Lamar Jackson? Because Lamar Jackson posts a FaceTime picture on Instagram of him and Odell Beckham Jr., which, by the way, Probably, like, what, is, what What happened to your trade request, Lamar? Probably not real good look for your trade demand that you're posting a pick excited with OBJ being a Raven. But that's just another story. The point is, is that's even more proof that I really believe the Ravens way overpaid Odell Beckham Jr. Maybe the worst contract I've ever seen the Ravens give out. They did it because they obviously think this will help them get Lamar Jackson signed or at least get him to play for them this year, there's no other explanation. Interesting point of note on that. In that picture that the Ravens also did tweet out themselves, Lamar is wearing a Ravens chain in that picture. Something interesting. Ravens chain? Yeah, like a giant with like the Ravens, like the shield with like the B and the flag and whatever. But yeah, it's a giant chain of that. So interesting. Point yeah, I mean, his trade request was just to get more money, which is fine. But... Yes. I mean, I just, 
I've never seen the Ravens give out a contract like this. I've never seen like fifteen million dollars fully guaranteed for. I I wouldn't give him half that. I mean, it's just brutal. Anyway, um, I think we have time, Jack, for an email, which we haven't gotten to in a while. Let's get to an email question. Ever wanted to ask an NFL player a question? Well, here's your chance. It's time to ask Ross. Email address is ross at rostucker.com. Love when you guys take advantage of any of our sponsors. Then send me uh, an email question. What do you got? So this is from Robert Hatto, H-A-T-T-O. He asks, did you wear knee braces as a high school, college, or professional football player? The top high school offensive linemen and college players, for example, Michigan's offensive line, always seem to wear knee braces. Why do you so seldom see that in the pros? What is your opinion? Well, the difference is in college, they can make it mandatory. In the NFL, they can't. So in college, a lot of colleges make it mandatory that their players wear the knee braces because those things have shown to do a really good job of presenting the uh, of preventing the MCL sprains that happen a lot. Happened to me twice. I tore my right MCL all the way, third degree, uh, second to last game against Yale, my junior year of college, and then. My rookie year in the NFL with Washington in a goal line drill, I had a grade two sprain of my right knee, my right MCL. So that's a very real thing that can happen. And so uh, especially the MCL sprains, those knee braces help. And the colleges feel like it's worth it to be able to have, even if players don't like them, and players feel like they limit their mobility a little bit and they make them just a little bit less fluid. Um, colleges do it because they they don't want to lose guys for two to four weeks or three to six weeks or whatever. I'm sure NFL teams um, would prefer if some of their guys wore them, but it's interesting. This whole thing, I didn't wear one in college. Um, I don't think I've ever worn one. Oh, I take that back. I wore one when I came back to play as a rookie after I tore it. I came back in a preseason game, a couple of preseason games, and I was wearing that knee brace. Uh, but that's the difference, uh, Robert. Good question. Really good question. And that is the answer. And that is the end of a monster money. Make sure you speaking of offensive line, make sure you check out today's college draft podcast with Emery. We're all over the offensive lineman, and I revealed – my most unique physical trait on today's college draft podcast. So definitely check that out. How about some shout outs? Myfrontpagestory.com. We are a month away from Mother's Day. Do it. Do it. Roman Coke. Do it. What movie is that? Like Starsky and Hutch or something? Roman Coke. Do it. Myfrontpagestory.com. Do it. Do it. Backofficeschedule.com. Evergreen Economics, go-bangles.com, steakhousesports.com, humanheadnyc.com, Sportaculture, Pizza Boy Brewing. We got some even money podcast brewing tomorrow. And of course, we want you guys to go ahead 
and listen to that or watch it on youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Other than that, I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.